On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I talk with Darcy Schurig from Pink Desert. We talk about why it's so important to niche down and offer exactly what your customer wants. We also talk about using micro-influencers and how that's been uh, paramount to her success. You guys are going to love this one. Before we begin, I wanted to let you know something super exciting. We have rebranded our podcast to be the Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand Podcast. We're so excited about this because we want to bring you the most amazing content when it comes to your e-commerce business. We want to help you scale. All of that being said, we have an amazing resource that we want to share with you. It's calculators, marketing calculators to figure out how much you can afford to spend on your marketing. We've got three different calculators on the website. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing-calculator. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am here with Darcy Schurig from Pink Desert. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, we're recording this mid-May of 2020. So COVID is still around just for everybody's context of, of our conversation right now. Um, Darcy, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So I started Pink Desert 10 years ago. I started the business when I was pregnant with my first baby. I started it in a one-bedroom apartment and with an initial investment of $500. Awesome. I had always wanted to design my own swim collection, but I didn't have enough money at the time. So I started my own company and started carrying my own or some different brands at the time to get started. Okay, cool. So you first started with other brands and then you started designing your own. Is that kind of how it worked? Yeah, definitely. So I started carrying some of the brands I had personally worn, I had liked, and I didn't have enough money at the time to design my own collection. I started looking into it and realized that, wow, we were, we were just out of college. We didn't have 20,000 to get it going. So no. I decided to start carrying other brands at the time. Okay, cool. Now you guys have a storefront uh, down in Las Vegas. Did it start as a storefront or did this start all just e-commerce? Cause the 10 years ago, like e-commerce was a, it was a baby back then. Yeah. Yeah. When I started this e-commerce wasn't even really happening a lot. So I, I started it with the intention of eventually wanting to open up a store. Uh, I was new to the city of Las Vegas, didn't really have a lot of contacts here. So I thought the best way to start would be through home parties. So that is how I started uh, networking and building a clientele base here was doing home parties. Oh my gosh. I didn't even realize that's, that is a super cool story. That is a story we've never told here before. Um, because that's that's a really interesting way of starting, right? Just start yeah. with home parties. And so and were, the, were the brands okay with that, with you doing that? The brands? Yeah, I had, I, yeah I had to reach out to them and make sure that they were okay with it. And they, they were okay. For them, it was a great opportunity for their brands to be seen and tried on in these cities. Uh, for example, the two brands I initially started carrying, they were only offered online at the time. And so for them, it was kind of this opportunity where, wow, you're getting our product in front of these women and they're trying to on when there isn't a store in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. That is super cool. So uh, tell us a little bit about your brand now. Like what do you guys stand for? What, what do you do exactly that's different than others? I think that something that sets my brand apart from all the other boutiques out there is that I'm a women-owned business. I have all women on my team. 
And our mission statement is by women for women, empowering women through fashion. And it's, it's something that we communicate to our customers, to our brand, that we're not, only, we're not only a brand, but we're a community of women who aspire to look and feel our best through fashion. Cool. And before we, we actually started recording here, we were talking about um, how the, the type of swimwear that, that you create. Um, do, do you want to go into that a little bit more? Because I thought that was super interesting, how you've really stuck to this particular niche in swimwear. Definitely. So the swimwear that I carry in my store is full coverage swimwear. It's for the woman who isn't comfortable wearing the bikini, wants to be covered at the beach, but also be on trend and fashionable. So I have tankinis, one pieces and midkinis. They all cover and meet the stomach, but they are still on trend and up to speed with the top fashion. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. So when did this become something like, like when was that, that point that you knew like, Oh, this is kind of going from, you know, more of a hobby, like, you know, starting at $500 doing home parties to actually being a business. Like what was that transition? Like, what did that look like? So going into starting my company, I always knew that it, it wasn't going to be a hobby for me. I was doing this as a business. I graduated in business management as a young kid. I was always the one doing uh, lemonade stands. Awesome. I had a business as I was a young kid in third grade. So I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. So, but as far as like where I started, I knew I had to start somewhere and I didn't have a lot of money. So that's where I started with doing the home parties. My end goal was to eventually open a store cool. as things changed in the economy, you know, eventually e-commerce came out and there was a big boom in that. So then I shifted really towards an online presence as well. Awesome. That's great. Let's talk marketing because this podcast is really about um, digital marketing. It's about growing your e-commerce brand and, and sort of how people have done that. What's working for you guys right now? Instagram has been a huge player in the growth of my company. Uh, Instagram now, are we talking like uh, just organic Instagram, paid Instagram, both? A lot of organic and working with uh, collaborate, working with influencers. That's been really successful for cool. us. Uh, yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Anything else working right now? Do you guys, do you guys have a Facebook group? Do you, do you do anything like that? Any, any, and is Facebook working for you guys? We do have Facebook. We have a Facebook group as well for some, um, it's kind of our like, VIP Facebook group. We cool. have what we refer to as boss babe influencers who we select some each quarter who are kind of uh, brand reps some some people might refer it to refer to it as that we are active on Pinterest as well but overall the biggest uh, driving driving force in our success has been Instagram cool can you walk me through what does the that boss babe influencer look like 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 how how does that like like how does that whole system work if, if somebody wanted to implement that in their business how would they go about doing that so we post it on our Instagram account that we're looking for pink desert boss babes who love our brand, who want to be part of our community. And then they agree to certain terms as far as frequency of posting, helping to promote with sales. And then we send them free product in exchange. Cool. Cool. So it's, so it's essentially like a, like an influencer program, but you have a little bit more control over the actual program itself. Definitely. Okay. And these are, these are micro influencers. They're, they're people who are wanting to build their account and, and start to get a following. Cool. Cool. So like how many followers does somebody have to have to qualify 
for that? I believe we put the minimum at, it was either five or 10,000, okay. but we also take it on a case by case basis because there's some people who have two, 3,000 followers, but great engagement. So that's something we really look at. Uh, you know, there's so many, there's so many things that go on with Instagram. Some people have paid followings. And so you just really have to look at their engagement and not just their follower count. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Do you use a certain tool for that? Or is that something you guys just manually go in and do? We don't have a tool we use for that right now. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I would love to tell you that I have a tool for that, but uh, I'm sure that there are some out there <laughs> that can help you figure that, that out. Exactly, yes, I'm, but, uh, I'm yeah, all I mean, ears. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know what, sometimes there is just stuff that's better to do manually, right? Uh, to get a feel of like the type of imagery that they're going to share, the type of like photos that they take. Um, uh, that's pretty hard to have AI do that. So um, yeah, so that's great. Um, as far as uh, paid media is concerned, are, are you doing any paid right now? Every once in a while, we'll do a sponsored Instagram or Facebook post, but we haven't done a lot of paid media. We've done a few promoted pins, but that hasn't been our, our uh, that hasn't been a big part of our marketing budget. That hasn't been your, the, the driver for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you could go back to yourself 10 years ago, what would you change? What would you tell yourself? Ooh, I think the, one of the biggest things as I look back in hindsight is hiring additional help sooner and, and taking a little bit more risk. I have been very cautious and, which has also been a part of my success as well. But I think, uh, one step with a growing business is when you need that extra help and you need to delegate to make you, uh, grow faster. That's definitely a good step to take. Okay. Once, I, once I, once I well, hire, just they hire a little sooner. Yes. Hire sooner. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's, that's, that's awesome advice. I, I really love that. Um, would you change anything else like, or, or are you pretty happy with how things have gone? I'm really happy with how things have gone. I did receive some coaching about two years ago. And that has helped me immensely. I think continuing to educate yourself as a business owner, whether that's reading books or getting coaching, networking with other business owners, that has been another thing in the last year that I've really tried to start doing is more networking, talking to other business owners, talking to other influencers and building those relationships. Because sometimes as a business owner, it's a lonely path and you need to have other people who you can talk to and have those conversations about the hard things of running a business. And there's so much to be learned by having those conversations with other business owners. Totally. I mean, I like a, a bit of a thing about having this podcast for me is just figuring out what other people are doing that works. Yeah. Right. I, I love to hear it. I love to be like, Oh, interesting. And then I can pass that information on to more people. Um, I, I myself have worked with a coach for a while and what a difference that makes. And it's funny because I'll, I'll, we'll have a conversation and I'll think about it afterwards and be like, wait, I knew all of that already. Like yes. I already had all that inside, but I could have never come to that conclusion on my own. Yes, I agree. A lot of it, it is. It's things that you figured out on your own through trial and error, but putting, you know, pinpointing it is so helpful. Yeah. 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 It really, it really makes, yeah, it makes a huge difference. I highly recommend as, as an aside, uh, everybody out there, you know, get a mentor, get a coach, 
somebody like that, whether you think you're really amazing or successful or whatever, everybody needs that. And I'm talking to myself even now, just like, it's just so important. It's so important to, to have that third party, um, Absolutely. third party wisdom and knowledge, right? That, and, and actually listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, what, uh, this is the question that I ask to everybody. What's your secret to scaling? How, how do you scale? So I talked about this a little bit earlier and I say again, back to that, finding your niche. Uh, you know, I've had outside people say, when are you going to start carrying men's? When are you going to, when are you going to do this? And I've had success with staying true to my values of modest swimwear and clothing for women and just really knocking that out of the park and being so good at that so that you continue to build your brand and your customer base and people will keep coming back to you for the products that they know you're really good at and that you stand for. Yeah, totally. Uh, the example you were given before was in and out Burger, right? Like yes. you just carry like this small amount. They're just burgers. That's all you go there for. It's a burger. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think of in and out frequently because they just have their burgers and their shakes and their fries and they are good at it. And sure, they, they could probably sell a salad and, and have more people come in, but they're not targeting that customer. They have a specific customer and customers go there when they want their yummy hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I like how you said, I think about In-N-Out Burger a lot. I'm like, if I had it up, if we had it up in Canada, I'd think about it a lot too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about five minutes from my office here. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's great. Um, well, let's get on to our lightning round here. Uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Right now we're using Planoly for planning Instagram and it's used for the aesthetics and planning content ahead. And I love it. It's very valuable. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I know a lot of brands who use Planoly and um, to, to me, it's, it's the best tool out there for, for planning all of your organic Instagram, like um, especially for brands that really rely heavily on aesthetic. Um, it's, it's a no brainer to, to go with Planoly. So normally I ask your favorite podcast, but you're not a podcast person. You're not a podcast listener. So I know what is wrong with me. I I'm going to get on the podcast bandwagon though. Here I go. Starting now. I think you'd pronounce it podcast before. So I mean, <laughs> stop. That was our secret. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good for people to see some humanity. Um, favorite. Is there a favorite book that you have read recently? You know, I, I thought about this and one of the, the book that really uh, led me with my business adventures, and I read this book years ago. It's the E-Myth Revisited. It, oh, was an yeah. it was an assignment in school. And there are parts of that book that have just stayed in my head and haven't left throughout all the years. And the biggest thing is working on versus in your business and that you aren't your in order for you to be successful, you can't be your business. You have to delegate. Yes, a hundred percent. Like I, I'm just gonna give my two cents here as well for people out there. If you were working, con like if you were fulfilling orders, stop. Yeah. Like, that is not your role in your business is to fulfill orders, right? If, if you're in there doing the nitty gritty kind of stuff and not hiring it out, you're not working on your business and you will not grow. I, I, Absolutely. I, I think you'll grow to a certain level, but after that and, and your life, unless you really love that and you're like a worker bee who just loves to like always be doing something. 
um, you're not going to thrive and you're not going to give other people a chance to thrive, right? Like, like for me personally, I love seeing our different managers and some of my business partners and stuff actually thrive in what they're doing and becoming like, like successful. And that to me, that makes me feel so good because that is actually creating like wealth for other people. And it's creating a life that's, that's awesome. Right. For for others. So that's my two cents in here. (laughs) Definitely. And I just want to add to that after about year four of running my business, I was at a point where I, I was just, I was, I was overworked. I was doing the order fulfillment, the email, the customer service. I was doing everything in my business. I I was my business at year four, but yet at the end of the day with the amount of that I was making and bringing in and the hours that I was putting in, I, I could have gone to McDonald's and worked a part-time job at McDonald's yeah, exactly. for my in. And I was so frustrated and I, I wanted to give up. And I was talking to my husband and it was the end of the year. And I'm just like, you know, do I keep doing this? Do I, it's, it's not worth it. And he encouraged me to go one more year. He said, you know, just give it one more year, give it your all, hire someone so that you can do more volume and scale. And, and then after that year, then, then we'll see what happens. And, you know, you sit down on paper and you add it up and you, you know, carry the one, okay, how many orders am I going to have to do today? This doesn't make sense on paper, but you know, it works out when you have extra help, you can do more volume and the numbers start coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Do you have a founder that you look up to? I really look up to Rachel Parcell. She is a fashion designer and blogger. She was one of the original bloggers in Utah County. And I look up to her. She's a mother also. And so I really relate and resonate with that, the work and the family and family, family work balance. Cool. Cool. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Like this was, this is a great conversation. I, I love these conversations where I feel like I'm like, you just talk back and forth and it's, yeah, this is just super fun. Um, where can people find out more about you? So my website is thepinkdesert.com. You okay. can follow us on Instagram at Pink Desert. And my personal account is Darcy Schurig. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate this. People are going to get a ton out of this. Thank you, Jordan. I appreciate it. This was fun. Before we end, we just wanted to ask a couple of favors from you. If you enjoyed this podcast, can you please share it with your friends and leave us a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts? That would really help. Also, we have an amazing new free resource for you guys. It's marketing calculators. It'll help you figure out what your break-even return on ad spend is and more. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash marketing dash calculator to find out more. Have a great week.